and welcome to What the Tech from Boast AI, where we talk with some of the brilliant minds behind new and exciting tech initiatives to learn what it takes to tackle technological uncertainty and eventually change the world. Today, I am thrilled to chat with Athea Rostogi, co-founder of SnapRite. SnapRite is an image-to-text platform for retailers that automates product digitization and SEO to help optimize product discoverability, increase revenue streams, and ultimately create greater, greater resale potential. It's a silver bullet for original brands and resellers alike who are navigating a crowded omnichannel market, and the technology is steeped in R&D that I'm excited for Athea to unpack. I'll leave it to her to get into the nitty-gritty and tell us about her experience as a data scientist and how SnapRite came to be. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Athea. Hi, Paul. Thank you for having me on the show. Awesome. Yeah, I'm thrilled to have you here. So for a little bit of context, um, we previously had the Founder Fuel founders, Lisa and Katie, on the show. Um, we featured many other members of the 2023 cohort on. Um, I was actually at Demo Day, and I did see your pitch that went live in front of the big crowd there. So we know a lot about you, and we know about your background personally. But I'd love if you could lead off with a little bit about how you got into the startup space and what you were doing before you actually started working on bringing SnapRite into reality. So I started studying at UFC for my undergrad, and I was very clear since the beginning that I wanted to start something on my own. And in the first few years, I was dabbling in the startup space with uh, communities like League of Innovators, Next Canada, where I tried some things while I was still in school. And then when I graduated, I knew that I wanted to go full time on something. And in the past, so I'm very passionate about fashion and technology. And I knew if I wanted to build something, it's going to be in this space. So in the past, I tried some ideas which were in that space. And while doing that, I came across something. I went to a mall once trying to find something. And it took me three hours to find my size and something I was looking for. And this was a while back, I think it was 2018. And my thought was if everything was very well labeled, I could just know my size right from the internet and go find what I was looking for right away rather than spending three, four hours. And that's kind of how SnapRite was initially born. We wanted to design something where people didn't have a hard time finding what they were looking for. I was going to say, I, I am one of those people who's old enough to actually miss the days of going to the mall for three or four hours. But if it's just to find one item, who has that time? That is a huge time yeah. suck and a big problem for retailers, too. Like if people can't find that product, it's a sale that's not going to happen, right? That is that is right, especially for the resale market where everything is one of a kind. So in order to run that business, make it profitable, you have to put thousands of items online. And it's very time taking, it's very expensive, especially if you're a single solopreneur doing this, putting all those items, taking care of the SEO. And that's where SnapRite found its strength. We came up with this and then suddenly started getting calls from resellers while we were the part of Next Canada, that something like this would be very useful to save so much time. That's so cool. Now, I know that I was doing my research. Now, resellers, that's really who this is a big silver billet for, correct? Is it also for original brands or is it just for retailers in any um, any capacity, really? If you could speak more to that kind of ICP that you're targeting with SnapRite. So it is for both. For the premium brands or the original brands, it's, again, same process. You have many different styles. Creating content for that is time-taking. 
And so we came up with something where you don't need to think about writing anything. You just upload your images and those images get translated into content exactly how you write for your brand and gets everything is stored in a single database where things are accessible through a digital identity. So later on, if you want to resell your items as a brand and connect with different SnapRite verified resellers, we give you that platform to be able to do that. And again, for resellers, it's very useful because they can partner with brands that are well suited for them and use our technology to get these uploads up and running. And again, if everything is tracked through a digital identity, it means they don't have to spend all that time creating those listings, getting them online. Everything is just done for them just through a single scan. That's amazing. And so just to confirm and maybe draw a finer point under that too, you're providing an active living digital identity for that individual item too. So even if it changes from one reseller to another, that identity still is retained as it travels. Is that correct? That is that is 100% correct. Yes. All yeah. right. Awesome. Yeah, it's funny. We've had um, a few different flavors of something akin to that that we've discussed with founders but not for the retail space necessarily for instance we had um eric from workwolf on last week and he was talking about the work id um basically your resume making that cv be something that lives on as a digital id almost akin to your nexus when you're traveling out of the country if you're going to canada a lot like i do it's good to have that id where you can just tap it and not have to pull out all your paperwork or do digging and compile all this stuff it's a one-stop shop and it's on the SnapRite platform now talking about you had mentioned businesses in the community are you willing to speak to some of the customers that you've had already or maybe even just anonymize some use cases of the different kinds of brands that are using SnapRite today Oh, yeah, of course. So when we started in the very beginning, we started with resellers and these resellers are based in Canada, US and UK. So Canada specifically, uh, there is a very big resale market in Toronto, Vancouver and Montreal. So in Toronto, we very first time found came across a kids clothing uh, reseller where they have to put in 2,000 to 4,000 items every single month. Everything is one of a kind. How do you do something? You need at least two to three full-time people spending all that time documenting everything. And we met someone who had a proper store and they shut down after a pandemic, had to move to their basement. And for us also, it was, it was very early. We were also experimenting and we gave the software where she started regularly doing those uploads. And Six months later, she was able to move back to the store that she had left. And that too, without hiring extra employees, it was just her. And when she migrated to her store, she had one more part-time employee and she's like scaling further, planning on opening another location. So that's the kind of support system we are providing to resellers. And then when it comes to premium brands, we, for example, in uh, Montreal, we're working with one of the brands, they deal in quotes, the many many styles from different vendors so just all they need to do is give us their images and everything is done for them whether it's on-site discoverability search engine optimization just uh, listing creation and then given everything is stored at one place we can seamlessly transfer all this to our resellers uh, that the brand wants to connect with so that they also get an opportunity to have their items displayed at different locations so for example the brand is based in montreal and now if you create the resale potential those items can be in different resale locations in toronto 
and the brand doesn't have to spend that kind of money to have these resale locations open because we already have our resellers to take care of everything. That's incredible. Even so going back even to your earliest example about that brick and mortar being non-viable for that one customer, probably a big thing that a lot of retail that a lot of resellers and retailers in general can relate to from the pandemic, but also just from the shifting omni channel, omni market nature of how we sell anything today. So that is amazing that you not only got them able to reemerge into the brick and mortar space because you helped them float that business through a trying time, but they came back stronger after the fact because you were able to make sure that they didn't miss a beat, even when the odds are stacked very clearly against, I think, all of us during the pandemic. Yeah, that is right. And we we saw that resellers reporting increase in average order value because, of course, if you have large portions of inventory online, now people have more sizes available, your regular shoppers, and they can buy more items because of that. And now going to the actual product itself, I know that you mentioned it's a one-stop shop for getting your SEO, um, getting your products digitized. Could you tell me a little bit about the technology behind SnapRate? I know that your background is in data science. I'd love to know just a little bit of the tech nitty gritty that goes into making something that features so many different functions and basically offers so much in one package to retailers in a single, if not pane of glass, but platform. So when we started creating SnapRate, we came across multiple platforms that were uh, giving you the data, generating data, but we couldn't really find something that would just, where only one image is going to be enough to do everything for you. So while we were creating this, the vision was that moving on, all you need is a single image of an item. And of course you can add multiple images later for that single item, but that one image would be able to do everything for you. And if that data Data is stored, it can be scaled across different functions, retail functions like resale, recycling, and so on. So that's that's essentially the tech. And now we talk a lot over at Boast about our own tech, and we also feature a lot of integrations. It's part of the AI that also is the fundam the foundation of the RD that we do over here at Boast. And it's great because we're a platform that exemplifies the kind of companies and startups and platforms that we want to support. We're coming up with new technology. We're trying to innovate the shred space, for instance, or the R&D tax credit space. But we also want to make sure that companies that are steeped in R&D are able to use our platform to really, again, capitalize, get all that non-dilutive funding into their pockets that they can to make sure that the product goes to market. Now, I'd love to know what's been your experience with, I guess, funding snap right today um i know it's a tricky question and i it's not one that people love to talk about because funding is something that happens long term and ongoing but have you leveraged the shred um program from the canadian government have you leveraged the other kind of irap or various government funding programs and what has that looked like in your experience to date so we're in the process of doing this this year and I, this is going to be our first time up until now we started SnapRite last year i was fortunate i went to uft which gave me exposure to different pitch competitions where i could gather the initial money and we won all of them we uh won uft prize and a couple other that they hosted which brought in the initial funding for SnapRite. and i, I made sure that initially to take advantage of anything non-dilutive that's out there However, I did find that grants do take time to file, so we we couldn't spend a lot of time over there. 
but we're looking into that this year but that's how our initial funding came into play and right now we're being backed by founder fuel which is supported by real innovia and panache now i'd love to know um i mentioned earlier in the show we're very friendly with the founder fuel team um i love katie and lisa they've given us a ton of support over here at boast how did you join the founder fuel cohort how, what did that look like for 2023 it was a great year the demo day again was really inspiring i'd love to know just your path to that team it was actually very funny so we were not thinking of applying to anything and founder fuel was closing their applications uh it was the last day and 11 30 p.m i was like you know what let's let's just do it let's see what happens worst case we don't do it but it always increases the probability when you try things. So I just filled in the application, deadline passed, submitted it, actually right before. And we heard back. And then it was like, hey, you're in Toronto, but then you have to be in Montreal to do your interviews and so on. So we're like, okay, let's let's give it a shot. Let's see what happens. Went to Montreal, did the interview, loved meeting Katie. As soon as I met her, I was like, okay, we have to be a part of something like this. And the credibility it brings to your startup uh, initially when there is support from uh, actual people who know about the ecosystem. Keeping that in mind, we were like, okay, this is the right step to move into right now. I couldn't agree more. Um, you want to be in business with Katie if you can get in business with Katie. That's what I've learned. And again, even just sharing the stage during demo day, you got Harley from Shopify up there. It's it, You're in good company. It's definitely a company that you want to keep for the long term too. Yeah, it was, it was very exciting. So we found out that um, Harley was about to uh, speak or come up on the stage right before our pitch. And yeah, the, the timing, I think, just worked. Yeah, I know that was a surprise for us. Um, I really liked the showmanship that Katie had, kind of like drumming up everything for that. But that was a very exciting thing to see during the show. Um, I definitely enjoyed the pitches from your cohort first and foremost, but that was exciting. Um, loved seeing Canadian innovation represent in that room. So that was awesome. Now we've talked about the past and how SnapRite has come together today. What are your plans for the future? What um, is up for the next 12 months? I know a lot of members of the cohort right now are in a growth phase or they're heading into new funding rounds, but what's on your roadmap maybe for the next year or so? I would say that the next four months, at least until December, we're very heavily focused on working with brands. Coming into Founder Fuel um, helped us meet so many merchants and retailers. And people want to use SnapRite, so we're just integrating SnapRite into their systems right now. That's how it's going to look like until December. And on the side, we're figuring out how fundraising is going to go, um, if the timing is right immediately in the next couple of months or wait for four more months. That was another point I was going to make too. I bet specifically for SnapRite too, it's about meeting the merchants um, and meeting the like companies that will really benefit from the platform to just kind of get that ICP in there and using it and making that community. That is right. So like over the next 12 months, really bringing, giving the merchants the tools that they're looking for to power their source, um, help them save time and giving them access to different resale channels. That's awesome. Um, I think that's a powerful product. It also very much speaks to, again, the ethos that we have here at Boast, building that community of users. That's kind of the most powerful way to get your product over the finish line, more so than even making the pitches. Obviously, funding will come as part of it, but getting those community members actually using the platform and getting the proof points from that, that's very powerful. And 
I think from everything I've learned about SnapRite so far, you guys have a very exciting year ahead of you. I'd love to know now, spreading it out a little bit, state of startups generally. SnapRite is very new. You're very much undergoing kind of that growth phase. But what's some advice you'd give to other founders up there that are looking to get a business off the ground, whether that's getting in on the retail side of things or whether it's partnering with a cohort, getting in on a founder fuel type of mission early on? What would you recommend for someone in 2023? I would say just fight for the things you believe in. It's uh, not just 2023, but regularly. If you if you just if you want to start something, know that you'll ha- you will have to stand up for yourself, and nobody is going to know the problem space well as much as you do. Probably because you've experienced it. I experienced something, so even if somebody were to come tell me maybe it won't work, I had enough conviction that it will. So I had that thing that oh, I have to take this to the finish line. And that's how you keep planning your milestones that, okay, I need to take this to the finish line. And that's what keeps you going that I really know my problem space. I know my users. I talk to them every other day or every single day. So be near your users and really have that strong conviction about why you're creating something and just fight for it. Having that strong conviction and fighting for it. That is fantastic. Yeah, I actually very exciting last couple of months went by so fast and we were able to do a lot of things in the in those last few months with the people that had joined us. So SnapRite integrates into different e-commerce channels. It integrates into Shopify, Vix, uh, different ERP systems, Retail One, Magento and so on. So they're really focused on um, making sure that Whichever path a merchant or retailer is on, we're able to support them and we're there for them. And that's how we plan on scaling uh, SnapRite over the next one year. You answered a question I meant to ask exactly is about where are these integrations are and how is that going to support your scalability and how is it going to support your growth? And again, being where your target customers are, it kind of goes back to that message you had about fighting for what you believe in and having those convictions. Part and parcel with that is being in the places where those target customers are going to be active the most and being available to them. So that's awesome to hear that you're integrating with Shopify and all the other top platforms that your retail customer base is going to be active on. Thea, this was fantastic. Thank you so much, Paul. And thank you listeners for joining us. Please subscribe to What the Tech from Boast AI wherever you get your podcasts.